I want to be able to be in a position where I am financially strong, where I could provide for them. Because like I said, my kid is going to have the best. All right, look, I'm going to raise a spoiled little brat. Let's just be honest about it. I'm going to raise a spoiled little brat that goes to wilderness training on the weekends, very expensive wilderness training on the weekends. That's just kind of the way that I would like to be as a parent if I am a parent. And so I don't even want to be that until I can be that. Hey guys, it's Kat and it's time for another episode of True Tea. I wanted to thank you guys so much for joining me here for yet another episode of True Tea. We do these episodes every single month at the beginning of the month, Wednesday for the podcast and Saturday for the video version of the podcast. And if you're on my Patreon, you get it even earlier than that. But I'm so thankful for those of you guys who tune in every single month, especially those of you guys who call into the call-in show that happens every Wednesday after the podcast goes live. I love when you guys call in and give me your true tea. This particular episode is going to be one where I would really love to hear from you guys because this is one of those things that people feel really differently about and I think that we should get a really well-rounded perspective on this. But before I give you guys my perspective, let me get something to drink. I'm drinking my pomegranate juice yet again out of my true tea mug, my vintage true tea mug. Eventually y'all, I'm going to get on top of making new mugs and things like that. And there will be (laughs) an updated version of this mug or maybe mugs with funny sayings. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but I will definitely be working on mugs because baby, I need more mugs. Let's just be honest. I need new mugs. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to take a sip of this and let's get right into the conversation. So we're going to be talking about a subject that I have no experience with, but have a lot of opinions about. (laughs) We're gonna be talking about parenthood and specifically parenthood for transgender people. I want to share with you guys my thoughts about having kids because I felt like it was a really interesting topic. This is a topic that came up when we were having our conversation about how young is too young to be transgender because a lot of people were bringing up the infertility issue that a lot of people like to talk about. And obviously as trans people, we have various different perspectives on this, right? For me personally, the idea of being infertile causes me absolutely no stress. (laughs) Absolutely no stress. Like it's not something that for me is a downside. The upside of living the way that I live now comfortably within my own body is just far too great. But I'm also someone who's adopted. So I think I have a different opinion about this and we're gonna really get into those feelings. And like I said, we do a call-in show every Wednesday after the show goes live. And so I'm excited to hear how you guys feel about it because I have some real strong opinions about it. Let's, I guess, start from the very beginning of how I felt about this through my life. So. When you're a trans woman, one of the standard ways that people invalidate you is by saying that you are not a woman because you could not do the thing that women have historically done that has made them important to a lot of people. Right now, ooh, there's a lot of conversations into that because just the very idea that your womanhood is completely reliant on your ability to have kids, that's lots to unpack there, lots of things to unpack there. But it is a standard argument against a transgender woman being a woman. When I was younger, of course, I momentarily felt a lot of 
shittiness around the idea of not being able to perform that particular duty, not being able to get pregnant. As I've gotten older, and this is the key, my friends have started families. And I've kind of seen the ways that a lot of women's lives change once they have children. And it's a pretty huge change. And I remember when I was in my early 20s and I <laughs> would just get into so many conversations about me having kids, right? I've told this story a few times. When I was 19 years old, one of the strangest experiences I had was I was visiting my parents back at home and we had gone to the optometrist office to fix my glasses because of course I'm the kind of person who falls asleep with their glasses on and they get fucked up so we we're just going to get them adjusted and the optometrist saw me and assumed that I was a cis woman and immediately launched into asking me questions about whether or not I was going to have grandchildren. And he was definitely speaking to me as though I was a person who can get pregnant. And I remember my mom who being like very con confused around this because at this time I was transitioning, but also trying to not quite be as open around my parents about it. It was one of those situations where basically everyone else saw it, right? But my parents just were in denial essentially. That conversation stuck out to me for years because it was one of those things where someone had looked at me and started to have a conversation with me that definitely gave me the impression that I would bring more value and be a more valuable person if I was functioning in that capacity, right? If I were a person who was giving my parents grandchildren, that would increase my value, that would give me purpose, that would be a very positive thing for me to do. And it was something that they were excited by, right? Now, of course, for me, the idea of having kids at 19 is a fucking nightmare. In fact, as I've gotten a bit older, I'll be really honest with you guys and say that while not getting pregnant used to be something that kind of just made me depressed at some point, if I could get pregnant, baby, I would have a lot of kids, okay? I would have a lot of kids. And we've talked about hyper sexuality after trauma and things like that. And so I'm not gonna get into that, but like I had a lot of really high risk situations when I was younger. And if I were cis, I would definitely be cis with plenty of children by now. And I'm very thankful that's not the case just because of, like I said, I've seen the ways that a lot of women's lives have shifted after they've had children. And just the fact that they can do less things now is something that I have a hard time like looking at and not seeing as, I don't quite want to say a privilege because that's not exactly the word, but it's certainly a benefit, I would say for myself at least. Obviously a lot of trans people are gonna feel differently about this, but I'm thankful that I can't have children. I'm thankful that that's something that I can't do. Now that's how I feel now. It's not how I've always felt, but after watching many of the women in my life shift their lives completely after having kids, I am thankful that I'm not in that position. I just am, right? Now I also have a particular perspective on this again, because I'm adopted, right? I personally feel, and I know this is where a lot of people are gonna unsubscribe and be upset with me. I personally think wanting to have biological children is a deeply like narcissistic thing. Narcissistic is probably not the right word for it. Feel free to 
correct me about that, whatever, let's correct my knowledge, we're all learning, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I think just because I know that there are so many children out there that like really desperately need good homes, just th there's something about knowing that and then looking yourself in the mirror and saying, well, I would love to have someone who looks just like me that just doesn't sit right with me. Now, of course, I understand that people are under the pressure to do it, and I'm not gonna argue against people who do it because I, I do think that having kids is indeed a blessing, but I guess it's hard for me as an individual who is adopted to feel like looking at the situation, especially looking at the world the way that it currently is, right? Like looking at just the way that global warming is set up, looking at the way that fascism is set up. Like I have a hard time understanding how someone could look at this world and want to bring new people into it. But I get why they do. There's so many valid reasons. But I guess for me, the reason I say that is because, you know, a lot of people who are trans, who are concerned about having fertility issues, they go through the process of freezing their sperm or freezing their eggs so that maybe one day they can have their own biological children. And I just genuinely don't, like I said, the idea of me being sterile is not something that like is a negative for me, right? Like it's actually kind of bomb if I'm being honest. I just don't necessarily feel like that's important for me, but I can see maybe how it is for some people, but I guess for me, there's something so, I guess I just don't have that bone in my body that would like need to have a little version of me. Now, I am a, I'm a person who has to, who, I don't wanna say I struggle, because struggle's not right, the right word, but I definitely do have a nurturing part of my personality that I resent, right? I am, and people sometimes sense this in me and take advantage of it, a person who does like to take care of other people. And if I've, you've heard me talk about my relationships, because I am a person who tends to be submissive in my relationships, tends to, I'm only submissive. Why do I lighten the language? I'm not ever in a dominant position in any of the relationships I'm in, because that's not what I like to do. Another topic for another day. But part of my relationships, part of the way that I tend to function is that I love taking care of my partner. That is just something that I take a lot of comfort in. I take, a, I take a lot of pride in. I like making sure that my partner has peace when he comes home. That's something that gives me peace, right? And so I guess for me personally, I have that nurturing aspect of my personality, but I'm also not necessarily in love with that part of my personality. It's something that I would say very few people see of me. My partners see it of me, and maybe you guys see a little bit of it through my work and things like that. But I am, I think a person who for a really long time has had to be really scrappy. And I resent the part of me that would shift myself in a way where I am primarily concerned about someone else, which is why in my relationships, I don't tend to be very nurturing to every partner I have. You have to really be a special person for me to want to give that to you because in all reality, I'm just not used to feeling that safe. That all being said, I have always said and thought that it's very possible for me to fall into a position where I am indeed taking care of kids because I can see that being something that I do just purely based on me wanting for kids to not go through shit that I went through, right? Like I have a really strong part of my personality that like would like to be a art teacher or have some sort of after school program where kids can just come and be creative because 
that for me would have been sanctuary. It would have been freedom. It would have been safeness, right? And I want to do that for people. And I want to do that specifically for children because I know that they're vulnerable and they need that sort of protection. And I do have that part of my personality that wants to protect the vulnerable, right? That's at the center of a lot of the things that I do. But I I like that kind of path, I think, because it's something that I would opt into. I know from my own adoption story, from the very little that I do know, that the reason I'm adopted is because my mom couldn't take care of me and because my birth dad definitely didn't want to take care of me. And so I guess for me, when I think of being a parent, it would really have to be a situation that I opted into, right? It would really have to be like that, right? Now, it's been a while since we've talked about the apocalypse, but we're gonna talk about the apocalypse because this is also something that comes up in my head quite a bit. My partner and I were watching The Last of Us, of course, and if you are familiar with The Last of Us, it is essentially a story of a man who decides to take on this random girl that he met as his essentially surrogate daughter because he lost his daughter. And I could foresee myself in a post-apocalyptic scenario being like, hey, with my primary partner, hey, here's this kid who needs help. I could see wanting to take care of that kid because we're in this scary situation where I don't want to look at a kid on the street alone without protection. And I think the thing that's funny about my partner and I is that we both have a very similar philosophy. Like my partner, he got the snippety snip as soon as he could. Like he was just not at all interested in even putting himself in a position where he could have children, right? But even though we're both resistant to the idea, we would both be bomb parents. Let's just be like honest. Like we would be the coolest fucking parents, right? Not only would we be the coolest, but we'd be stylish as fuck. Like y'all would not want to like, <laughs> look, y'all kids are not prepared for the way that we would turn up to the function, right? Our kids would always look fly. We would always look fly. We would make sure that's how it would have to be. And that's just how it is, right? Like I could see that <laughs> even in the apocalypse would be styling and profiling. I could see that being something that happens, but it would have to be such a like, either I opted into it or the world is ending and there's someone who needs help kind of situation. It's not something that I envision. And frankly, at 32, which is how old I am, by the way, at least at the time of me filming this, I'm 32. I don't know when this is going up, but at 32, I just, even now I have such a hard time imagining having kids. Like I'm looking around my apartment right now. And if I had kids here, God, that would be such a different scenario. Like that would be, especially in the city, especially in the city, right? Like my parents asked for me to take care of my little brother for a bit, right? I mean, Patreon people, we've talked about that. I won't talk about that here, but let's just say that the very idea of moving another person, a grown adult man for that into my apartment is a nightmare, complete nightmare. Like I can't even imagine sharing this space with another person like that. And that person being a kid would shift things pretty dramatically for me. And I just, I don't feel ready for that. And now I will say that like a constant thing I've heard whenever I've said something like this to people is that you're never ready to have kids. You're never ready, but I don't like that. Especially as a person who is in the position I'm in where I really can opt into it, right? If children enter my life, I wanna be able to be in a position where I am financially strong, where I could provide for them. Cause like I said, my kid is gonna have the best, all right, look. 
I'm going to raise a spoiled little brat. Let's just be honest about it. I'm going to raise a spoiled little brat that goes to wilderness training on the weekends. Very expensive wilderness training on the weekends. That's just kind of the way that I would like to be as a parent if I am a parent. And so I don't even want to be that until I can be that. And I think that I can do that because I have the choice to do that, right? And so that's just the way that I feel. And so kids for me, it would just, it's just not something that would come easy to me, but it's also something that I understand if I were in the position where I needed to be a parent, I could be a parent. I'm just, I just don't necessarily feel inclined to have that right now. I enjoy my freedom. I enjoy traveling the world. I enjoy random trips to New Orleans. I enjoy being drunk all night and coming home late. Come on. I enjoy being able to be that person right now. I would not want to do those things when I have kids. I would not want to do those things. And I guess I feel that way just because of my own experiences with my family, right? When I was growing up, we had a nanny. We had daycare, right? And so I spent a lot of my youth being in a situation where my parents just really didn't have a lot of time for me. And as we've discussed in previous episodes, that kind of meant some bad things did indeed happen to me. And I just don't want to be in that position. So I don't want to put myself in that position to begin with, right? So for me, it's barely even the trans part, right? It's barely even that. It's predominantly just because I don't want to be a bad parent. And I guess for me, I just really want to be in the right position. But then of course the question is, Going back to this person asking me when I was 19, the question is, am I gonna actually be able to keep up with a kid? Because at 32, like I still, I'm still doing it. Okay, let's not, I'm, an, I'm energetic as fuck, okay? But my hips are starting to feel a little worried. <laughs> I do sometimes worry about that. If I wait, will I have waited too long? But I'm also completely content with being the old ass woman who just has an art thing that the kids come to. That I think would be fulfilling enough for me. So that's the way that I feel about it. And I'm very curious how people feel, trans people feel about their own parenthood. I think an interesting aspect of this conversation is I do know a fair amount of trans women who are comfortable with their children referring to them as fathers, right? And, I, and for a lot of those people, the reason they feel that way is because they raise them as their fathers. A lot of trans people that I knew growing up were people who, lived an entire life where they were married and they had kids and they had a wife and the, the white picket fence or whatever. And then when the kids went away to college and the marriage went this, a certain way, they realized that they were trans and then changed their life completely. And so I can see how those people conceive of it in that way and why they're okay with their kids referring to them as their father and things like that. But I'm curious how other people feel about it. I'm curious how other transgender people feel about parenthood. So like I said, call in on Wednesday. I would love to hear what you have to say about this. I would love to hear your perspective. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about being a parent and what it means to you. And I wanna hear from both people who have kids. I wanna mostly hear from people who have kids, but I also wanna hear just from trans people who don't have kids yet, who have thought about fertility and what that means to them and the, their own particular experience with parenthood. So yeah. Anyway, on that note, that's all I have to say. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys next time. And I want you to always remember and never forget that you are beautiful and you are loved. Bye.